Vegas Confessions Podcast, Episode 108. Vegas Confessions Podcast is part of the Club Confessions Podcast series copyright 2019 by Skyrocket Entertainment located in Beverly Hills, California, USA. Hey, do you have something you just gotta get off your chest? I woke up and he's in t-shirt and no underwear. I'm like, damn, dude. Kind of sparked World War III, kind of got nasty in the middle of the club. The brother wanted to beat me up. To this day, I've never called him. I've always, I still have the number in my wallet. And I'm still a little scared. You're not supposed to know how many. That's a good sign. It looks like someone's taken a mag light and shoved it down the front of my banana hammock. People were concerned that I was attracting too many ladies. We drink, we drink for a living and we have a goddamn good time doing it. The Club Confessions podcast series is available for sponsorship. Contact Skyrocket Entertainment at info at skyrocket.com for more information. That's Sky with two Y's and Rocket with two T's. Again email us at info at skyrocket.com. Welcome to Vegas Confessions. I'm Cindy Taylor. We all know that what happens in Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas. But as it turns out, that's not always the case. We're here in Las Vegas hanging out in some of the hottest clubs on the Strip, asking people to tell us their wildest Vegas story. Vegas Confessions is about admitting those private indiscretions that can only happen in Vegas. Now, the participants in this show are fully aware that they're being filmed, and we're more than happy to tell us all the juicy details. Just left from Havoc Bears, and I was walking down the street, and uh, I seen this really nice uh, Lincoln Continental roll by, and it stopped, and this taxi right behind him, and smash! I mean, he hit this guy hard. And the, the driver of the Lincoln gets out, and he's a little dazed. He's, he's kind of a big guy, and I dressed all nice, and I kind of took notice. But when the uh, the cabbie got out, he seemed running towards them all, just yelling at him. So I run over, and I knew that the guy in the, in the Lincoln was a little dazed still. So I stopped the guy. Whose fault was it? Oh, it was the taxi driver. For sure. So much, and he was so, the one who was mad. Yeah. I mean, just so. And my cab, my cab, and all that. So I go over, and I stop him. From, I mean, he would have killed this guy. You know? He's got a cut on his head. He's bleeding a little bit. I stop him and the taxi gets all whatever and goes back and the other guy kind of like start he starts talking a little bit and I just I can tell that I mean he's one of those guys <laughs> you can tell he's, if you ever need a favor you're I'm, I got you you know but well, he gives me his card he tells me where to go and if I ever need anything when I'm in Vegas and you know I mean it's one of those things that kind of remind you that you know don't, you know, don't forget how, how what this place was and what it still you is. Never you know never know who you're going to run exactly into. You never know what's going to happen. So did he do any favors for you? I, you know what, to this day I've never called him. I've always, I still have the number in my wallet and I'm still a little scared. You know, I'm not scared, but you know, it's just like a nice my, oh, guy. He's a great guy. Maybe we you can know? call him up tonight. He can hook uh, us up. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things to, to this day it reminds me every time I come to Vegas, you know, what happens, you know. It's always here. It always will be. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Kind of. Hey guys, I'm hanging out here with Heather, who was at the bar like any other night here in Vegas, and all of a sudden, she got an indecent proposal, right? I did. How did it all start? I had a few. How many drinks did you have, first of all, at this point? Ooh, I don't know. And that's a good <laughs> Very thing. Very interesting. Question. We're not supposed to know how many. That's a good sign. <laughs> did you lose count at this point? Of course. <laughs> 
So what happened was my I was out with my boyfriend and his friend he got sick so he went to the room. So I was out with his friends, not his friends. And one guy was like hitting on me, tried to kiss me. So I was like, I'm getting in the taxi because I want to leave. I feel uncomfortable. You you went alone in the taxi. Yeah, I went alone in the taxi. Girls should never do that. So I get in thinking, oh, I'm just going like a block away. No big deal. So I'm sitting there just kind of like, you know, drunk. I'm, like, sitting in the car ride. Mind like, your own business. Hoping I wasn't going to throw up, but it's okay. And Did you? I didn't, which is, thank God. But he like reached back and tried to grab my leg, and I was like, well, were you sitting in the front? No, I was in the back. So what was he doing? Just reaching, reaching across? back. Oh my God. And I was like, excuse me. Like, and I was like, oh no, sorry, don't want to. And I was like, um, excuse me. And he was like, you should be my wife. And I was like, um, sorry. I'm not really into marriage. And he was I don't like, think so. No, not really. He was like, you should go to my country. And I was like, I don't want to be fully clothed. I like wearing t-shirts and shorts. Like, I was okay with it. He was like really persistent. And I was like really scared. And I was kind of like, okay, I want to get out now. And he was really not letting me get out. So like, you, you, way, you went way past one block. Oh, yes. We did not. Were you scared? Yes. I was, re I was really scared. Like, I'm calling my horrible boyfriend at the time who's drunk in the room, please come find me. I am on, I'm telling him everywhere I'm at. Trying to read the little taxi note. Yes, you know? and I'm like, his please name call. is, yeah. And he was just like, <laughs> I'm drunk. Like he thought I was just kidding. And I was like, I'm really not well, kidding, I'm really scared. Well, I after that experience. Oh yes. So what happened? How'd I still got back to LA. I had to like get out. Like he had me locked in for a minute and I like started like, you know what? I'm just gonna take out your window. Just jump out. And he was just like, okay. And finally, like, he kind of eventually let me out because I was like, I'm talking, and I'm lying because my boyfriend's on the phone telling me he's not coming down. <laughs> no, forget it. And I'm lying, talking about my boyfriend's really big. He's not that big at all. It's a little puny thing. And I was like, he's really big. Like, he's going to come out. It's going to be scary well, I'm for you. Glad you got out of that one. I finally did get out. Ball just said that. You know, the night's just starting. He just still has his pants on, yes, right? I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, so now, Ball, on the other hand, um, went out in Vegas one night. I ended up going up to this party, and I'm like, all right, we're cool with this. And the, the buddy of mine owned a club around here. And there's probably about five or six people. And about halfway through the night, my buddy's like, he's got a huge room. It's like 1,300 square foot. And uh, he uh, he goes, hey, come help me. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, come here, grab this with me. So we go in this back room, we grab this big box, and it's got all these toys and everything else in it, whatever. So we pull it out there, and he's like, all right. So my girlfriend was with me. He uh, put this thing on her, and uh, she ends up hanging out with his wife for a little bit. And then my girlfriend's like, you know what, you need to be with his wife. And he's like, you know what, you need to be all together. So it's kind of a kind of a, like a three-way deal. But uh, in the morning when we woke up, uh, he was on the floor and I was with his wife and my girlfriend and uh, that's kind of how it went. <laughs> I woke up and he's in his t-shirt and no underwear. I'm like, damn dude, all right. <laughs> so what have you guys been up to lately? Well, actually, we're, we've just kind of newly became friends and uh, so happens that we were dating the same guy and didn't have no know idea about it. <laughs> Dating and as in, you know. Sleeping, absolutely. Dating with serious. 
you guys were both serious with him. Yeah. You were going steady with him. We were yeah. going steady. We thought we were having exclusive relationships and had no idea. Yeah. Good looking guy. How did guy. you guys meet each other? Um, what happened? Kind of all went down the <laughs> other night. He had had me at another table that he had had two under the same name. She was over there, he was with me, and he kept going back and forth. And at some point I had kind of noticed that he was going over there and kind of talking with her and coming back with me and I would confronted him on it. And he brushed it off, I kept drinking, I'm wasted. And I realized again a couple hours later that he was over with her and kind of sparked World War III, kind of got nasty in the middle of the club. And uh, you know, he thought he was gonna play both of us, kind of take both of us to the same place and juggle both of us in one night. So he basically planned that night. It wasn't a coincidence. No, he he tried to plan it strategically, didn't think we'd end up finding out, and uh, both kind of ended up finding out about each other. Well, I have to say, at the end of the day, us two weren't in the throwdown. He was thrown out, and now we're gonna party it up and find new boys. What did you do all day, rehab? <laughs> no, drink, no, actually, no. drink! We drink, we drink for a living, and we have a goddamn good time actually, doing it. The truth is, we played golf, me and him earlier, drank a whole bottle of Jagdmeister, we finished the first nine, and we fucking gave up. Jack Daniels is my brother! Let me ask you guys something. What's your craziest experience here in Vegas so far? Fucking Germans. I love Germans. I fucking love them. Ushkin, Schneiskin, fuck Mitch. Fake Mitch, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, German, Germans are good. Yeah, Germans are good. Prostitution's even better. Do you have any, any particular story you want to share with me? Uh, how about me puking? I just actually ate a Dick's. Uh, the food's great, by the way. Uh, you guys, my address, you guys can send me the, the bill, you know, make me money off that. It kind of looked like fish food. Exactly. It was okay, but then as you notice, as you move the camera down, I, uh, I actually puked in the Hard Rock pond, I'm not gonna lie. I puked. I fucking spewed all the place. It's actually floating around. If you still want the next video clip, the goal is to puke on the water. Are you Dave? I'm fantastic. Dave, a few days ago, was um, hanging out here in Vegas with a friend of his, and he has a very, very cool story to tell us. What happened? How long have you been here, first of all? Uh, I've been here for about a week. A week? Yeah. When are you leaving? Sunday. So, in a week in Vegas, I can imagine that there's a lot of things that happen, right? Yeah, there's been a lot that happened. You've been hanging out with your friends? Yeah. Tell us about this story with one particular friend of yours. Well, on uh... A particular night. Me and one of my buddies, we're, we, we're just coming back from uh, just eating. It's about midnight, one o'clock. And uh, we're just like, forget it, we're just gonna go to bed. So we turn off the TV, and uh, our other friend comes in the room with a prostitute, and she's got a friend, a huge friend. A huge <laughs> friend? You mean a tall girl? No, the opposite, <laughs> wide. So, um... <laughs> Did they know you were in the room? She, she walks in and she thinks we're sleeping, so me and my friend decide to play along like, we're sleeping, so they start going at it right next to us. And we turn and watch. What happened with the other girl? Where is she She's watching point? herself in the mirror and fixing her hair. And we're like thinking, nothing's happening. Just like it's a regular <laughs> afternoon. And we're just sitting there and we're watching. And um, the only thing, me and my buddy, we're talking to each other. And we hear the, the prostitute saying, I hear someone talking. And we're just like, yeah, that's us. But. <laughs> But, um... So are you telling me she was shy? The prostitute? Yeah. No, she wasn't shy from what we were hearing. 
the only thing we're thinking, and we're saying this to each other kind of loud, like, we just hope our stuff doesn't get stolen. Because we've heard stories about guys getting jacked. And so our buddy is just, they're just going, the next thing you know, you hear two words from this prostitute, and it, she just says, no kisses. And that just set my, <laughs> that set my night off. And then we just start laughing, and they get up, and they go in the bathroom and then she leaves and then we cut the lights on and we were like, dude, we heard you the whole time. And then he was just like, well, we thought you were sleeping. I'm like, nah, buddy. <laughs> What'd you expect, you know? I thought he was coming back with a girl he met, you know? She comes in and she says, well, I need to see money. And we're like, yep, that's a prostitute. <laughs> I've never experienced anything like that in my life. I'm here with my new guest, Larry, and one night he took a girl home and had no idea that he would have to deal with the brother later. What happened, Larry? Well, <clears throat> I was in the bar and I started talking to this girl. She was so pretty. She was a blonde, gorgeous girl like yourself. And I um, started talking to her about life and everything was going great. And a buddy of mine tapped me on the shoulder and said, that's gonna cost you about 300 bucks or so. So I was like, what are you talking about? And uh, saying, you know, he's, she's a prostitute. So like, no way, no way. When I started talking to her, and me being the guy I am, I'm thinking, this gorgeous girl is giving me the time of day, she must be a prostitute. So I asked her, are you a prostitute? And immediately she started crying. And her brother got involved, and her brother wanted to beat me up. And I said, no, it was this guy. And the brother wanted to beat up my friend and turned into this whole melee, and I ruined my chance with this beautiful blonde girl. So all this I, happened I, before you even took her to bed? Never never even got <laughs> past the bar with this girl. Did he beat you up or no? Uh, no. How'd you get out of it? Uh, luckily, I apologized profusely. I said the joke was on me, not on her, even though she was crying hysterically, and this guy was like muscle-bound, you know, he was very well, that strong. That was a really sensitive girl you ran into. Hey guys, I'm here with Logan, and he has a very, very interesting story to tell us. One night he's out, and all of a sudden gets kicked out. What happened? I wish I knew. I got tossed out. Uh, somebody told me I was creating a problem, but uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I was just standing around. What were you doing in there? Are you sure you weren't getting in trouble? I am positive. I was standing around. Uh, somebody told me that I was creating a problem. Uh, too many. I. To be honest, I think it was uh, people were concerned that I was attracting too many ladies. And then, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and their group wasn't getting enough, so they're like, hey, let's get this, let's get this guy out of here. So do you think that's part of the mob here? I think that's part of it, you know? I don't know who's controlling it, but they, they efficiently, you know, snuck me out of the place. Well, you know what? Good for you. You're getting all the girls. All you have to do is go somewhere else, and they're gonna have to keep kicking out the cute That's guys. The thing. Yeah, they'll toss them out if it's for me. But you know, here they're they're like, you know what? Well, I hear there's a lot of cute girls waiting for you outside. I've seen they them. followed you here. They followed me, <laughs> and they won't kick you out. Tonight. I don't blame them. <laughs> well, uh, we had a few beers, and we ended up back at the hotel, and um, my key wouldn't work. Your what? My key. Your hotel room, yeah. Okay. 
So knock on the door next door. Little man opens up and his girlfriend's lying on the bed, stark naked. I had to say g'day. G'day, I'm Paul I'm from Australia. What's your name, sweetheart? Yeah. The boyfriend. He had small, he's small man. Small man syndrome here, you know, who gives a shit, man? I don't give a fuck what he says, man. I'm from Australia. How tall are you? Uh, 6'9". And how tall do you think the, the little man? little man? Well, probably about three inches shorter than you. Wow, he was a little man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just basically disregarded him and went right in? Pretty much, yeah, and she was really happy to talk. But then the security came, then the police came. Did you get arrested? I went to, uh, what's it called? Sobering up shelter. What's it, what do you call it in the States? You went to the police station? No, no, sobering up. What was, what, what's that? Huh? Yeah, oh. the drunk tank, yeah. yeah. The drunk tank. I fucking know it, yeah. What happened there? Had a, had a few waters. Yeah, here's me, full tuxedo. And there's a bogan, like a slump, like, what do you call it? Um, a home dweller, cardboard house dude, yeah. And that was did you, it. Did you get the girl's number? No. Can I have your number? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Hey guys, I'm here with Ariel, and actually he's by himself because it seems like he's gonna have to find some new friends. What happened? Well, actually I arrived in Las Vegas about a month and a half ago, and... Did you just come for a weekend and... Yeah, um, I was actually hanging out with these friends of mine from Palm Springs, and we were like hanging out at the like pool house and uh, checking out the golf course, whatever, for like about a week before heading out to Vegas, and when we got here, we were in my friend's Mercedes, and we parked outside in the um, in the parking lot. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna wait in the car. I'm really tired, you know, from driving and everything. And um, I told them to just go in, check it out, and I'd be in in a minute. And I woke up like a couple hours later. I got up, I went around, looked for them in the casino. I couldn't find anybody. Were you still in the car? Um, when you woke up? Yeah, yeah, I woke up in the car and, you know, I thought they'd be around and they weren't around. So I decided, you know, I'm gonna drive the car around a little. I drove it around, like, the parking lot area and, you know, just did, like, a quick uh, ride around the block. Um, when next thing I know, I was pulling back into the Hard Rock Cafe parking lot and the cops all rolled up on me and I got arrested. And it turns out, like, these, you know, I thought they were my really close friends. They were, had called the cops on me. And they, they said saying you stole the car? They thought that I'd stolen the car, yeah. And I was just, like, you know, really upset with them. And... Did they drop the charges? You actually went to jail. They dropped the charges. I'm still going to court um, the 12th, I believe. Wow, I hope you never month. talk to them again. I don't know. I was supposed to do a lot of work with them, and, and I got really upset when I finally got out of jail. I was like, what the hell? And, Kind of got into a little fight. With friends like that, who wants enemies, right? Basically. <laughs> uh, well, when I was 15, um, I officially uh, was a crack addict, and I got through it for like four or five months and started back, did what I did, went to juvenile, and um, so I stayed off of it about a couple months, and mom died. Went back on it, and recently I just found my ex-boyfriend, and it's like it's like a guy who helped me, helps my body, help my my mental reaction, help to that. 
So when I was with him, it just stopped everything. I stopped hoeing, I stopped doing everything. So basically the whole point is a man or somebody that loves you and stuff, can actually help somebody. You know, um, mentally and physically, he helped me to the, to the fullest, you know? And I just thank the Lord that, you know I me, mean, I got out of that. It's just, it's amazing. Um, uh, what else? Oh, well, my mom died. She was a crack addict, so I was born to it. So you know how it's like hard for um, babies that are born to it to get off of it? That's a lot, you know? But I'm, just, I'm happy about it, you know? Hello, hello. I'm here with Alan and Denise tonight. How are you guys? Fine. And Alan has a very interesting confession to make to us as well as to Denise. <laughs> well. So one night here in Vegas. I was working over Lexus Park, which is right over here. Audio visual. You both live here, right? Mm-hmm. I had lunch, which was at night, though. At 9 o'clock, I came over here, ran the three English girls. The what girl? <laughs> the <laughs> They're from England. I could not understand. Well, I couldn't understand. But anyway, <laughs> we got to talking, this and that. And they invited me up to the room. Three of them. Three. Oh, you go, boy. It and was, where was Denise that night? I don't know. Waiting for she him was to come not over? Around. She was not around. She was not around at all. And anyway, went up to the room, they ordered champagne. Mm -hmm. I was amazed at everything. I mean, I'm an older guy now, but... How old are you, Alan? <laughs> oh, do I have to say that? Keep it real. <laughs> um, 55! 50. Yeah. That's a girls, lot of work, girls three girls. Like, these girls are 23 and 22. And someone anyway, they invited me up to the room. Me. I went up there, what champagne, and um, they started drinking. They got undressed. They asked me to dance for them. Did the well. What kind of dance? Were you pole dancing I for them? I was just dancing and this and that. <laughs> Are you a good dancer? I think I am. Probably was. And, so? uh, and um, things wow. got into this and that. And, um, Boring. Pretty Grabbing soon my eyes were open and um, they got x-rated. Very x-rated. Does that not bother you, Denise, at all? Two months, right? Does it look like it does? <laughs> But anyway, back to that again. That was more than a menage a trois. That was three on one. And they turned me out. They that was the most ridiculous. I had to go back to work after that. You did not. And <laughs> I did. You didn't put me I had to go back to work. I had to go back to work after that. And I went back there amazed looking like this. Were you still standing? They so turned much? me out. Without a penny being Just spent. Just sell it. Look who's back. He has more really, really cool uh -huh. stories to tell us. Uh -huh. I hope it's really cool now. Now that so, you built it up like that. Tell me. All right, well, I, I worked at a strip club here in Vegas for a while and uh, called Olympic Gardens. And I, you know, we danced for a lot of different girls and small, fat. How many girls know, a night would you say come to the strip club? You know, thousand, average. 500. One night. Yeah, 500, wow. 600. I mean, yeah, probably five or 600. On it's a lot. It's a lot of girls. Yeah. So most of the time, girls come in and they they want you to dance for their bachelorette or their mother or you know, really it's but their mother. Isn't right. that a little weird? Yes. <laughs> Couples are weird though. Married people. That's what, like you want me to dance for your wife and you're gonna watch me dance for you. It's a little strange. But all shapes and sizes, like black, yellow, tall, red, Chinese, Japanese, American, you name it, they all come in. 
you know, and uh, <laughs> so every once in a while we'll get a girl that comes in that looks like you, and boy, that's exciting, you know. So this girl comes in and she's just banging like Cindy cloned. That's what she looks like. So she comes in and I and I and, and I say, hey, can, can I dance for you? And she goes, she goes, she goes, yeah, you know. So I throw her down in this chair. So does this mean you didn't charge her? Oh, you always charge. So we still oh, you always charge. Okay. Always charge. Always charge. It's always a business transaction. <laughs> come on. You know, okay. I mean, you're wearing a banana hammock. Like, come on. Like, I didn't put a banana hammock on for nothing. You know? All right. So, so then? So I, I grab this girl and throw her down in this chair and I'm pulling her hair and I'm treating her just really poorly. And she loves it, you know? She's just loving it. And I'm smacking her and grooving her. You know? It's fun, right? So I spin her around. It looks like someone's taken a mag light and shoved it down the front of my banana hammock. I'm just like this, you know? And she, <laughs> I spin around, I pull her hair back, and I look in her face. And she looks at me and she goes, oh my God, you are so gay. <laughs> I looked her dead. Are in you? I looked her dead in her face and I go, you can't tell, can you? <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? I go, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come back to the room. It's safe. Let your guard down. I'm the gay guy. <laughs> what happened? I thought you were gay. Oh, I am gay. Just trying pussy tonight for the first time ever. <laughs> All right, Julie, thank you so much. That was great. Sandy, I love you. Thanks. Have a good night. Coming up on the next episode of Vegas Confessions. Do you want to have a threesome with me? and my daughter. She's like on the table, like <laughs> freaking the girls. So I'm back there, I'm getting two lap dances. I'm having a great time. I'm not cheating on my fiance, so I made it with all my girlfriend. I was under the influence of uh, several illegal substances. He truly thinks that this girl's digging him. He thinks that he's getting laid. My fucking tooth falls out of my mouth. All that and more on the next Vegas Confessions. They don't call it Sin City for nothing. This concludes episode 108 of the Vegas Confessions podcast which is part of the Club Confessions podcast series. Check in and listen every week to a new episode. This podcast series is copyright 2019 by Skyrocket Entertainment, located in Beverly Hills, California, USA.